0: As always, thank you guys so much to Whisper Nation for joining. Hello. And oh, why hello, oh, how are you?
1: My head's cut off. Oh, good. No one has to see my giant forehead. Oh. No. I don't know, <laughs> but I do have a giant, it's why I normally wear my hair up all the time. Uh, but when I wear it up yeah. and for Wait the reason on camera, my my forehead looks like the state of Montana. It's gigantic.
0: Yeah, so, I, was gonna I say, usually
1: you, have to wear my hair down a little bit. Like
0: you, you keep saying, you you keep telling Travis and Whisper Nation you like to wear your hair up, yet I have not seen it one time. So I know. <laughs> I'm a little I'm a little doubting that.
1: One but of uh, these days, I'm, I just don't want to scare the audience with like the <laughs> shiny Surface area of my ginormous forehead, which is funny because I have a really small head. Like if you compare my dome to other Uh people, it's actually quite minuscule. But my forehead just makes up for all that surface area. It's like, hey, I got you. Don't worry about it. So my mom (laughs) made me had bangs until I was like fourteen. Because it's like, no, cover that up, girl. Cover that up.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh well, it's it's good to have you here. Welcome, (laughs) and thank (laughs) you so much for joining. We have a great show plan today. I wanna take a second really quick and thank everybody who's joining us right here on our live stream. I am talking with Stepmom Lauren. We're going over early top ten quarterback rankings right now. And uh Stepmom Lauren's gonna break those down and and I'm just gonna kinda feed off of her energy and and go go with it. All right. She's been she has been all over the place. And so <laughs> to to get her tied down for 30 minutes on the on the fantasy whispers we are so grateful so you're
1: you're too sweet i am always available to hang out with you guys you know uh, i love you this is my like baby i love being here and i love the whisper nation so thank you again for having me back i am honored to be here
0: uh well we appreciate you please let people know now where where they can find you
1: you can find me everywhere. So social media platforms. Literally. <laughs> Literally. Like, I, I, it is kind of weird, right? Like I can't <laughs> do a dissertation about this right now. But so Twitter, Stepmom Lauren. Instagram, Stepmom Lauren. Facebook.com slash Stepmom Lauren. You can also find me on YouTube if you search the channel Stepmom Lauren. I don't have enough followers for my own unique URL yet. But I'm also a little new to YouTube, so maybe I'm just Sorry. doing something wrong. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Whatever. Just go we'll like it. it. Go subscribe. Yeah. Like and subscribe. You can make fun of me if you want. I don't care. I am not a delicate <laughs> lotus blossom. So if you have things you want to say, bring it on. I'm good.
0: Baby. She she is great on the responses and mm-hmm. as I'll, and quick witted as well. Oh, so. Yeah. Thank you. And then, as always, please like and subscribe to the Fantasy Whispers. You can find us on all social media platforms, as well as big announcements. We are finally on Spotify, so yes! you can now Sorry. get us on Spotify. Yes, I was just as equally as excited. So please go download and subscribe to the podcast. All That's right.
1: so exciting. Congratulations.
0: Thank you. Yes, we are awesome. really excited. All right. So let's jump in. Now, we will we'll ease on in, all right? These first couple ones are pretty obvious, but we still like to go over them anyway for uh, the newbies that are joining for us. Uh, so we'll start. Well, unless you want to go with number 10, do you want to do a countdown, or do you want to start off with the top? I think we all kind of know the top as opposed to the bottom. So when it comes to quarterback rankings, I kind of like to go starting from the top. But you are our guest, so – I will go with whatever you would like to go with.
1: You know what? I really like your style, Johnny. I really like your style. Why don't we go from the bottom to the top? Because literally who ends up at number six is going to be a little mind-blowing because that's what it was for me. So we can hop right into that. And before we do that, though, I do want to mention, so this Mm -hmm. is an article that I wrote for the Fantasy Footballers Um, It should be coming out within the next day or so, and it's based off of their most recent podcast that just dropped on Tuesday. If you have not had a chance to do so, please follow the Fantasy Footballers. Uh, They have a special UDK. It's called The Ultimate Draft Kit. That's out right now. It is absolutely amazing. I've used it for the past three years, and it is unbelievable. Go and do it. And these are their rankings that they put into the podcast. And some of them were a little surprising for me where certain people fell and then where certain people actually ended up in the rankings. But this is not all my research. I have a sprinkling of information here and there. But this is all there. So this is kind of a recap of their genius that they they put into this. Another real quick thing, too, is that Mike Wright from the Fantasy Footballers in this podcast also mentioned that the quarterback class is really tightening up. Their scoring has skyrocketed. Um, since 2017, which is great. And there's only, um, in, I think six point scoring, I think is what you said in the six point mm-hmm. scoring. There's less than a one point differential between I think QB eight and QB 14, which was Drew Brees yeah. and Cam Newton. So yep. just keep that in mind as we're going through these, um, rankings, just to keep that in mind that they're there. It's very tight. This is a very tight class of quarterbacks that we're talking about going into 2019. Yeah
0: yeah and you know as you start to look at it as you become kind of more familiar with the landscape and the numbers that are revolving around these quarterbacks especially if you're in like a four quarter uh, four point per passing touchdown league even more so like wait on your tight ty- uh, or wait on your quarterbacks yeah because you can literally just stream along the position and I mean the number one person little whisper whisper secret secret there guess what? You picked him up off your waiver last year, so it is wise to wait on quarterbacks, but I want to get into this, Lauren. I want to start talking specifics, so let's jump in here with number 10, all right? We're going to start off with number 10, and this blows my mind because just a few years ago, this guy was bar none, it was... Two guys on the list, all right? He was number one or number two in some cases, and that is Drew Brees from the New Orleans Saints. This guy, everyone thought he was, you know, done. Everyone thought he was age, was was finally taking him. And he said, you know what? Nope, I'm going to get back out there, and I'm going to show you exactly what I can do. Drew Brees lit it up last year he was the second or or sorry excuse me he was the number one most efficient quarterback in the red zone out of all the quarterbacks that's pat mahomes that's andrew luck all of them he was the most efficient in the red zone Lauren he had uh let me pull up my stats here really quick he had 438 yards, 26 touchdowns, zero interceptions. He was 76 for 109 in the red zone. That's something that you really, really like. But I know you're going to break down Drew Brees a little bit more, so I'll I'll pass on over the mic to you.
1: Well, that's a really good point that you bring up, is inside the red zone he had zero interceptions. Well, he had a league low of only five interceptions for the entire season. That is unbelievable. And he had 32 passing touchdowns. I get it. So why is he so low in our quarterback rankings, right, on that top 10? He is still in the top 10. He has to be. He's Drew Brees. But, like, why Why is he so low? Well, for the last four weeks of the regular season, he was actually a quarterback 24. There's also other factors you can contribute going into that. You know, yeah. they had Taysom Hill coming in, like, taking those weird – you know, wildcat snaps doing whatever they were trying to get a little persnickety. And I get it. They were focusing on Mike Ingram and doing some of a run game. I understand where the arguments can come into that. And he is a year older, but this is what's really interesting. So he had a career high pass completion percentage at 74.4, but he had the fewest passes at 600 and uh, pass mm-hmm. completions, six, uh, I'm sorry, 364 since 2009. And he also had the fewest passing yards at 3,992 since 2005. Like, okay, it's not the Drew Brees of old that we're used to. Right. But even so, he is Drew Brees, and he does what he does. So even if he's getting a year older, even if they want to focus a little bit, maybe more in the run game, I don't know if they want to do that this year because Ingram's gone, and it's going to be – pass-catch happy Camara,
0: who I love. Love, love, love. <laughs> so, you know, so w- that's why he's up there. Yeah, well, speaking of, speaking of the Kamara, right, so Mark Ingram suspended the very first four weeks of the season. You look at uh, Drew Brees' week-by-week, week, he, he placed second week one, mm-hmm. 14th on week two, number one on week three, and 26th on, um, or I don't know if that's right, um, so I gotta fact-check that, um, but Yeah, uh, but what what I'm making out here is that he does throw the ball more when they didn't have Mark Ingram. Yeah. I do have my concerns, and I think that's why Drew Brees has dropped down a little bit, is because of Hill. Hill is being used more as, uh, you know, just near the red zone. And it's, even as just a football fan, a fantasy fan, I, unless I was playing Drew Brees, I was even getting frustrated for Drew Brees because because I'm like, put Drew Brees in. Think out of deer. Why are my you? My best
1: friend, my best friend has picked Drew Brees because in my league that we play in our home league, we have such a high scoring quarterback. And I'm not talking about simply six points. I'm talking about so many freaky bonuses. bonuses. It's insane. Yeah. So yeah. unless you you have like quarterbacks go first off the board in our league, no matter what, because our quarterbacks can score upwards of a hundred points. So Drew Brees yeah. is first off the board for this one guy. And last year he's like, "What is happening? Who is this Hill person? Why is this happening to my life?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't know." But he wasn't my quarterback, so I didn't really get that upset about it. But it was kind of right. like, "What are you doing?" But it was smart what they, what the Saints were trying to do from regular oh, yeah. football, not for fantasy I, yeah. though, and especially not for Drew Brees owners. That was that could have been a little like heartburn. I need my Metamucil and some Maylocks to
0: exactly. make myself feel better. <laughs> All right, so I want to catch up on some comments here from uh, yes, Whisper Nation. So uh, we have a couple of really good ones. So uh, sports outliers, they said Max <gasps> Unger retired. So uh, center the center does matter. That's an absolutely, absolutely. true statement. Absolutely. absolutely. Ask Peyton Manning how much a center uh, matters. Ooh, so that ooh, was yeah. a great point there. Um, and then Big Travis, Sean Peyton has been a genius at catering the offense to an aging breeze. Dump-offs to Kamara and – uh, shorter possession throws to Michael Thomas, which is and true. He makes a you very saw.
1: valid point. He makes a very yes. valid point because one of the things that Drew Brees did lack this year was his deep threats. So what that actually hurt Michael Thomas as well in right. his wide receiver numbers because he caught way fewer long receptions as opposed to those short ones. However, nope. they are really good at working in the scheme and making making sure those receptions happen. Continue. I interrupted. My bad.
0: Oh, you're good. No. All right, so um, let's jump on into quarterback number nine, <laughs> and number nine is always um, a fan favorite, and I I want to stand here and say that this is a proud moment, because if you go back now, now that we have a podcast and things, I'm going to do a little humble brag here. Oh, do you know, it, do it. I... Last year, I really liked Russell Wilson. That is our number nine quarterback right now. And you're going to say, Russell Wilson, number nine quarterback, are you crazy? Well, first, let me just ease you in here with saying that last year, a lot of people were taking Russell Wilson either as the second or the third quarterback off the board, and which I didn't necessarily disagree with. I thought that the numbers were there. Mm -hmm. Here's the problem with Russell Wilson, and I will continue to beat this drum until he proves me wrong, and last year he did not. He always, and I repeat, always starts the season off very slow. You will find him on the waiver wire probably within four weeks of the season because his fantasy owners are disappointed. But that's when you pick him up, and that's when he starts getting it going. It's like he likes to arrive late to the party and – once he shows up, it's a good time. But until he does that, you might be scratching your head for some wins. Now, there are some concerns as well on top of uh, those ones saying that he starts off slow. Uh, he also has a, a really, uh, I should say, run-oriented cor- uh, offensive coordinator that just wants to run. And then even when you think he's going to run, he likes to run it again. And so that's my biggest concern with Russell Wilson. But Stepmom Lauren, I want to know what your biggest concerns are with Russell Wilson. Are you willing to wait till the end of drafts and maybe take a Russell Wilson with another pairing of like Jared Goff or something like that uh, in order to get you by those first four weeks? Are you just saying, you know what? I'm not even touching Russell Wilson this year.
1: I love Russell Wilson, and there's nothing more that I love about Russell Wilson than the fact that he still is going – he still is in the top ten as number nine, even though he did not run the football like we are used to seeing him doing, but yet he still had the production that you needed. I had Russell Wilson in a couple weeks as my quarterback, and there were some weeks I knew that drafting him – that he's a slow starter in the beginning of the league, you know that. So then you you have to have a draft strategy set in place where you can get a late-round quarterback that's going to have some value in those first four weeks, or you stream the position until but, he catches on fire. He's like the October baby. That's what he does. Yeah, exactly. He, he kind of yep. lights up when that happens. So last year, this is what is so interesting about Russell Wilson is that even though he had the fewest rushing attempts in his career. So in 2017, 7 and 17, really, 2017, pardon me, he had 95 attempts for 586 yards and three touchdowns. Last year, he only had 67 attempts for 376 yards and no touchdowns. That's not the Russell Wilson we're used to seeing. So even though this offense was so run heavy, they did it without Russell Wilson, which was really weird because Mm -hmm. he's a, he's a really good running quarterback. What I I don't understand. So part of me is like, I don't think that's going to continue. I think because he, especially paying him as much money as they have paid him, they have to utilize his talents. He is such a talented quarterback on all aspects. Of his pass game, on his run game, on his scramble, he can do all of these things. So, I would be really surprised if those rushing numbers from Russell Wilson stay as low as that. That doesn't make much sense to me. However, he did have an 8.2% touchdown rate. To give yeah, you a little bit that's... of context, Mahomes, Pat Mahomes, my boo, Pat, we're like besties. That's why I call him Pat. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know to call him Pat. <laughs>
0: Hold on with Mahomes.
1: Yeah, Pat, Pat Maho, he had, Pat Maho. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I can't with my life. So, Russell Wilson was at 8.2% touchdown rate, and Patrick Mahomes was at 8.6%. So, when yeah. you look at those kind of numbers, it's very odd when you're looking right. at this. And I, I don't know, like, that's why he's still in the top 10, but he's a little bit lower because the offense has some weird strategy that it's doing right now, but when you have that kind of a franchise quarterback, you're paying him that kind of money, and he has this kind of talent. I don't see a, um, I, I guess, even a regression from his running. I see an uptick right. in production because they have, like, what, Chris Carson and Rashad Penny? Like, so the highest-paid quarterback is going to be passing the ball up to Rashad Penny? Yeah. Yeah. doesn't make much sense to me so i don't know i think the offense is going to kind of work and tweak from what it learned from 2018 moving into 2019 i still love russell wilson and i'm glad that he's this low on the rankings because his Mm -hmm. adp could continue to be a little bit lower than Mm -hmm. what we're used to seeing russell wilson at and that's totally fine with me because i have no problem picking him up in
0: later rounds all right so um we have a couple of big travis saying russell wilson is fool's gold uh, we got Austin Sears saying, "High ceiling, subterranean uh, – uh, sub subterranean Oh my gosh! Subterrane. Yes, thank you. Uh, for, <laughs> I got you. Uh, I was like totally fine when I was reading the comments, <laughs> and then I just try to speak out loud, and I can't speak all of a sudden. So uh, definitely, definitely a lot of um, coincide, and sports, You know, a and, lot of and argument. Sports art lives
1: brings up a really good point because yeah. Seattle's O line does need a lot of work.
0: And yes, that is, is
1: absolutely that is an Which is why it's so miraculous
0: win. that they were able to run so well.
1: Uh well yeah, I know. And that's one of the reasons why Russell Wilson scrambled so much and he was kind of forced to pass the ball. So let's okay. see what kind of um, decisions they make in this offseason moving forward. Obviously these mm-hmm. are early QB rankings, so these can definitely You're really right. change, but that's well, a very good point in their line needs some work. Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so we're gonna jump into quarterback number eight here and this guy is exciting because yes. i will say we did not get more flack from people than last year when we rated this quarterback so low and so coming into the season number eight we have matt ryan and we're probably going to get a ton of messages so on weird. our live stream right now I know. Because it's okay. people the, the number two quarterback of last year you have at number eight And as we keep revealing these names, you're going to be like, eh, it kind of makes sense. Um, I am definitely not on the Matt Ryan bandwagon. I will say, I will say a big part of this, I have no shame, a big part of this is because he burned me so badly two years ago when he was the number one quarterback the next year. I was so excited. I was like, oh, Matt Ryan, here he comes, Matty Ice and he came out and he was awful and then so i was like uh never touching him never touching him ranked him low last year everyone got on us whisper nation kept tweeting at us and i was like i really can't move him up but then at the end of the year like i hate matt ryan i feel your pain bro i feel your pain (laughs) uh i just it is such a frustrating thing but you know, Matt Ryan, he is a he is a good quarterback. he's a solid quarterback. My concern with Matt Ryan coming into this next year is uh, they will have three men back, and they didn't really have a very good running game last year. They had Tevin Coleman, but he was like hit or miss. He was up and down. They had Ido Smith, who, let's face it, he was nothing spectacular like they thought he was going to be. He kind of disappointed. So he had to throw a little bit more. Don't get me wrong. His wide receiver... Weapons are fabulous. I love yeah. them. Julio Jones. Uh, he finally got into the end zone. Um, you had you had a rookie who actually like popped off, and and yeah. now is is going to be a lot of people think is going to be uh, really really good. And so, um, what do you think is Matt Ryan's upside? What do you think his floor is? Do you think this ranking is about accurate or? Where do you have him in your personal rankings?
1: I have him higher.
0: You do have I him, know. High. Okay.
1: I have hey, him higher. No, I have him higher. Sorry, okay, I'm so into to this to So, me. my personal, my personal thing about Matt Ryan, because all these fantasy owners know, like, it is a hit or miss when it comes to Matt Ryan. He's either your QB one, and you're like, oh, thank you, sweet baby Jesus, that I got him on the right year, or you're like, why did I spend so much draft capital getting this guy, and then he does nothing for me? Like, what what is going on? But the biggest thing for me, and I I do this a lot, I tend to look at coaching changes because Mm -hmm. for me, that really describes the environment that these players are going to be in. And if if the environment isn't right, their production on the football field is going to suffer, which then in turn fantasy points suffer. He has Mm -hmm. Dirk Cutter back. That is huge for me. And I understand a lot of people are like, oh, Tampa Bay, Dirk Cutter. I understand that. But he and Matt Ryan have such a great rapport together it's unbelievable, and in fact, last year, um, he weeks two through ten, he averaged the same amount of fantasy points per game as Pat Mahomes. Now, that oh, was under yep. Steve Sarkisian, who this is his second year under him, and he finally had a bounce-back year. Right. Although, you could look at it on the flip side and be like, if Matt Ryan's going to like yo-yo every single year, the next year he's going <laughs> to suck. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But the environment <laughs> there for him is really good, because under Dirk Cutter, When he was with the Falcons, because he used to be their offensive coordinator with the Falcons back between 2012 and 2014. So over those three years, they averaged 363.5 yards and 277.2 of those were passing yards. And I know you brought up the idea of Devonta Freeman being back. I only think that helps him. Because having that stud running back-back, as long as he stays healthy, that allows Matt Ryan to stretch the field out. And I think this is going to be a recipe for him to really succeed. And he has the talent, he has the accuracy to get it done, and he Mm -hmm. has now the environment around him. Because wasn't the narrative when Steve Sarkisian came in that he just kind of made a scrapbook of the play calling? Because he asked Matt Ryan, like, what are your favorite calls? What are your favorite plays? Let's put them all together. Let's scrap them right. and have coffee, like, and you know, start
0: the entire thing.
1: Yeah, it did, and it didn't work for him. But he has mm-hmm. a really good rapport with Dark Cutter, and they have had history. and I think in two thousand and fourteen, they went to the NFC Championship game. This is the kind of thing that we're talking about, which is exactly what Jacksonville did, bringing John Z. Filippo. I call him Ryan in Ranks Podcast because I know a guy named Ryan DiFilippo, Filippo. So I apologize ah. if you don't make fun of me. That's totally fine. But they brought. <laughs> John Di Filippo to Jacksonville because they have Nick Foles and they won a Super Bowl together. So I get that there's that chemistry there, and I, I don't think that's going to go away. And I think it's going to it's going to bolster him, especially if Devonta Freeman can stay healthy,
0: which is why he's yeah. here. Uh, and like I said, his draft value right now, especially because really quarterbacks like don't, yeah, it, it it gets. I'm okay with it, um, yeah. with him. Right? So his so, KDP
1: right now is at 7.02. So if you can get right, Matt yeah. Ryan in the seventh round,
0: Yeah, really? and you have yeah. that okay. potential. And guess what? If it doesn't pan out, there's a whole bunch of guys on the waiver wire that you can certainly stream week to week, and we yes. will help you with that right here on the Fantasy Whispers. But like you said, that's why it, it doesn't it, – I don't mind it as much, as whereas last year you were kind of uh, – or sorry, the previous year, you were kind of paying up for that production. Yeah, you and were. So, You're yeah. reaching for sure. So this next quarterback we're going to talk about, quarterback number seven on our board, um, Cam Newton, who is coming off of a shoulder injury. Now, Cam Newton was a monster quarterback uh, to start off the season. And I want to recall that Cam Newton, whenever he finishes a season, he is a top-five quarterback. Now, that's a big if he finishes the season because he's only done so twice, I believe, in his career – um, but when he plays, twice? And, yeah, he's played all 16 games. Yeah, that's correct. Wow. So, I didn't
1: know um, that.
0: There is concern. Ooh. Now, again, just like Matt Ryan, uh, we were talked about in previous years, Cam Newton was coming off the board way later than he is this year. Cam Newton was on average the second, uh, quarterback taken off the board last year, right after Aaron Rodgers and before Deshaun Watson. And so... For me, I like Cam Newton if I can see the shoulder is okay. The concern here is he pretty much had like the same thing that Andrew Luck had. And Andrew Luck sat out a whole year. So exactly. you also see the regression in his running. Uh, so that's another concern as well as CMC has really it and been like, no, I'm taking all those all those carries and everything mm-hmm. like that. So for me, I do have my concerns about Cam Newton this year, and if I'm drafting, I'm sorry, my dog is being rude. I was he right. your dog or yeah. mine? I was like yeah. looking no. like,
1: Chewy Jack, what are you doing? <laughs> Normally he's
0: really good, but he oh, what's is. His name? Being, his name? is Charlie. I have, <gasps> I have, I have two like dogs. I he can hear me. Stop yeah, charging. he can. He can. He can. He's a whisperer too. I know. I'm just. I'm just. Well, kidding.
1: I, I'm. I'm a dog whisperer too. So oh, oh. good. I'm just. I'm kidding. I'm making stuff up now.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. So Cam Newton is probably the most concerning quarterback I have right now in this, you know, bottom 5 ranking specifically for that injury, but you want to break down the numbers a little bit more and sure. tell us Yeah.
1: Sure. So I'm the gonna thing go is like dog. I, totally, I would oh, yeah, right I'll I'll talk I you
0: can hear speech. you though. Yes, I can still go hear you. Go get
1: Charlie. Go get <laughs> Charlie. So the thing, okay, hi, Whisper Nation. I feel so
0: suddenly alone, but yet
1: I'm happy. Anyway, so the thing with Cam Newton that is kind of surprising is like, yeah, his rush charge went down, and yeah, he has this injury, but what I want you to understand about these rankings is that these rankings are based off of assuming these guys are going to be healthy going into 2019. So keep that in mind when you're looking at these rankings. And, yeah, he was injured. He has the shoulder – was it shoulder, right? It's the, his shoulder yeah, issue. Okay, there's yeah. so many freaking injuries around the NFL. I, I lose track, and I, I'm like, I can't, I can't remember. However, right. even though he hasn't been the cam of old that we have known last year because of the injury, he still had nine QB1 games in six-point mm-hmm. leagues. I mean, he still balled out. He also, even though he doesn't have, like, crazy good offensive weapons besides Christian McCaffrey – I understand that – but he doesn't have a stud wide receiver like an Antonio Brown Wait a second. They just signed OBJ. Chris Hogan.
0: They just signed Chris Hogan. What are you oh, talking about?
1: Excuse me. I'm out. I'm out.
0: Always open. Always open, okay? That's,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know who else they signed? Rashad Ross Oof. from the AAF. Uh, What's hey, going if, on? If hey. he
0: can if he can get up one play and not act hurt, I will be I will be ecstatic.
1: I would know he's still going to do the same thing he did as the a- in the AAF, and he's going to be like, oh, my God, I'm so severely injured, that he's going to come back and score three touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, I but exactly. then he's going to suddenly explode in a fantasy role and be like, who is this guy? And I'd be like, hey, Fantasy Whispers and Stepmom Laura know all about this. You should have followed us. Anyway, he yeah. still had a career-high 320 pass completions. That's yeah. insane. That's and really good. Even though he didn't rush as much as we normally see Camden rush because he is a beast with his legs. He's a, he's a beast of a man. I use that word a lot, beast, but it's a great word. I like it. It's yeah. very descriptive. He still rushed 101 times for 488 yards and four touchdowns. So the potential is there. If his health is there, especially if they can get some, I really want to say better because, you know, DJ Moore is there. You know, they did lose punches, but, hey, they have Rashad yeah. Russell. Who, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But even though he doesn't have Curtis those kind Samuel. of offensive weapons, he can still make those completions. He had a career high. He's taking a little bit care, better care of himself, and his maturity is also grown yeah. as yeah. we've seen him get older in the league, and that's why he's on this top ten, and that's exactly why he is where he is. And what is so exciting about him is that Cam Newton is going in the eighth round. He's at 8'10". So he's going pretty late in the yes. eighth round, and you can get a potential top ten quarterback – in the eighth rounds, and not have to waste a one or two round pick for something like that again because depending on your lead those quarterback positions can be a streamable option but you can have someone like cam newton on your team ready and waiting i don't know man that's that's pretty cool but when you when you look at what he the potential that he has it's, right. it's pretty exciting
0: yeah you're definitely if you take cam you're you're hoping that that potential is what you're going to get, right? Sorry, BWS
1: uh, just said I can run faster than him.
0: (laughs) I want to see it. I want to see it.
1: I hope you say that as you're running away from him, as you insult him, (laughs) I not want to be there. Hopefully he's wearing his cape and, like, a really big hat, so it'll be like drag as he's trying to chase after you.
0: That would be good. Okay, so the next quarterback that we are going to talk about is also coming off injury, but – I really like this quarterback. As Big Travy will tell you, I have a I have a man crush on Mr. Carson Wentz from the Philadelphia Eagles. I know that you don't agree with this one. And I can say that I up at six in this type of year, I would say I probably wouldn't put him here. However, as we get closer and closer to the season and we see more and more of that his back. Uh, being rehabilitated and him being putting in the time and the, and the and the work, Carson Wentz is so fun to watch. Carson Wentz is behind a very very good uh, offensive line. You have a running game in Jordan Howard. That's eh, you know it's it's there. I do I do have uh, a soft spot for Jordan Howard this next season. I think oh, that he doesn't. We all
1: love yeah. Jordan Howard. Come yeah. on, yeah
0: and so uh you talk about that now they went out and saw uh, got deshaun jackson they have Zach Ertz still and they still have alshon jeffrey so this offense oh and uh and got, uh, goddard so they still have yeah, goddard. As well. yes so this offense as and and a lot of the in a lot of the sense of the word has gotten a lot better and yeah. even if you look at what he did last season he was when he played he was a good quarterback for fantasy and and, Absolutely. Or, and in real in real life. So for me I think that I'm banking I'm banking and I'm hoping between you and I if if my league mates are on here right now they're going to they're going to know. I I plan on targeting Carson Wentz because I know he's going to drop because people are going to be concerned about the the injury but guess what there's no Nick Foles they're they're going to be a little bit less hesitant to Uh, or more hesitant to pull him out because they don't have a very good backup quarterback. And so I think that the pressure of Nick Foles leaving is going to actually help Carson Wentz because he doesn't have to worry about looking over his shoulder or Philadelphia fans saying, oh, boo, we should have put in Nick Foles. And I think he is going to ball out, maybe not as, as much as he did a few years ago, but I think that he will, by the time we're talking about this next year, Carson Wentz will be a top six quarterback at the end of the year. That's right.
1: I don't think that's that necessarily bold. So when I first listened to the podcast and I I need to write an article about it and I heard that Carson Wentz was at number six, I'm like, what? It took me totally by surprise. But then as I looked into the numbers, I was like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. Makes a lot of sense because he finished last year. As QB 23, what on earth makes him okay to be put into not only the top 10, but at number six?
0: Right, on the top five. Ahead
1: of someone like Cam Newton, ahead of Russell Wilson, ahead of Drew Brees, super spicy, let me get my cayenne pepper and like dump it into your eyeballs is kind of what this did to me. But then, as I'm looking at the numbers, I did. I know I did. I'm glad
0: you look. You look like you have no residual effect from that. So no, I don't.
1: I I I, I am I am immune to spice. There you go. Totally kidding. I am very sensitive to it. I'm a delicate (laughs) lotus blossom, and I can't (laughs) handle spice. I'm kidding. I love spice. But okay, so the problem with Carson Wentz last year was not his arm it wasn't his talent it was his rushing because that is what we have known him in 2017 according to fantasy pros when he ended up as the qb4 was because he used his legs so in 2017 he rushed 64 times last year it was 34 that's nearly less like nearly half is less than what he did because he was injured because he had that bad knee injury they wanted to protect him and then he goes and hurts his back so obviously there's a big question mark around him with his stability and his long-term right. health throughout the entire season. So he's not going to be one of those quarterbacks that you just want to have one quarterback on your entire team you're, right. you yeah. just to be on the safe side. You can get good quarterback way late to back him up, and you can plug Carson Wentz in when you need to if you need to stream him, if you're going to do matchup base, and then you can stream other quarterbacks at the position but when he has his legs going he can be an a a crazy threat and you just brought it up there's a run game now and they have Deshaun Jackson back they have a lot more weapons and he has more experience he's more of a veteran presence within this offense and he doesn't have that Nick Foles looking over his shoulder where it's kind of like okay well whatever now he has to really come out improved himself, not just to the team, but to Philadelphia. And I don't know if you've ever been to a Philadelphia Eagles game. They have a jail in their stadium, according to Michael Strahan. I don't know. (laughs) I wouldn't want that kind of pressure, but that's what he does. He also did have a career high pass completion percentage at almost 70. It was 69.9. So it's not about his talent. It's about his balance as a quarterback running and Correct. passing the football and he has both of those we just need to keep him healthy and yep. if he stays healthy he is a, a, a incredibly diamond a dynamic threat that can really help your team and you don't have to take him super early and waste that high draft capital
0: yep i did a mock draft the other day and he fell like all the way to the 11th round and i was At like the where started in...
1: really late in the rounds because i told you that's where i wanted to draft from oh. so he's like in, yep. a, in a 12 team weave. give me 10 to 12 and yeah. eight for an 18 team give me eight to ten because oh my goodness yeah
0: no i <laughs> it's uh, it was mind-blowing because i completely when i asked you that i was really got it was like that that like i just wanted the confirmation bias of like yes mm-hmm. of course you take either zeke or saquon that's okay. what i was expecting but you're like oh no back end so i'm like okay interesting so i mock draft it and i absolutely loved it i was like and i messaged you i messaged travis i was like Yes, the back end is where it's at, and I think that's where I'm going to go. I mean, I boring, actually might you know, trade league, my
1: pick this but, year in my leagues if because we yeah. do some some of my leagues we have already set, you know, where we're going to draft from. Some of them they're random, and you yeah. can trade picks if you want to. If yeah. I get an early draft pick this year, I'm trading for a later mm-hmm. draft because last year I got eleven. Now I wish I had eleven this year. <laughs>
0: right? Yeah, eleven is eleven is really really yeah. good. So, all right, we've got a few comments here. Um, so, and I know the fantasy football show. Uh, don't he worry, said, he is. The yes, don't is worry, high. So, Don't worry about it. So we will get into that right now. And so our number five quarterback, it's funny that he made this comment because I was going to bring him up. He is probably, he's probably the most, um, Most leading his bandwagon, the fantasy football show has been beating this drum for a while now. He believes Baker Mayfield is going to be this year's Patrick Mahomes. Now, I love Baker Mayfield. I am a huge Bakers fan. I am on Baker Mania from day one. Me too. I am so on Baker Mania. I am so on Baker Mania. Oh, I apologize for
1: nothing. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and so f- for me I like Baker. I like what they do what they did in the offseason in Cleveland. They brought in uh Kareem Hunt. I don't like the guy, but they brought him in fantasy or football player, you got to respect his talent. They brought in OBJ. They they have Landry, they have Njoku, they have a good line, they have Chubb. They have so many weapons. And so for me it's really hard not to say that this can't happen, um, but the concern that I have when it comes to Baker Mayfield is not his talent. It's not that offense. It's not anything like that. It's how much do people hype up the Baker mania to where it becomes to a point where it's you can't really draft him because he would then have to be at that level and produce at that level in order to return your value. And that's what I'm afraid of. Uh, And so I unfortunately don't think I'll have very many shares of Baker Mayfield this year, not because I don't want to, I don't think he's going to be good. I think he's going to be great. I think he's going to be awesome. But my fear is that his ADP will start to rise and maybe possibly jump some of these other guys that we're going to talk about in our top four. And that's my concern.
1: And I do agree with you. And I 100% can see that happening. Absolutely. But the thing about baker which i don't baker but we're besties baker baker and i first name right. basis. the thing yeah. about baker mayfield he's is watching the he's, show. He's, he's almost kind of like a love him or hate him so yeah. there's very yeah. little middle ground with him so there is an opportunity for him to fall into the draft and mm-hmm. i do completely agree with all of his weapons I just want to add a little bit on to that, too, because according to Pro Football Focus, they have the third best offensive line in the NFL through weeks one through 17 of last year. They're unbelievable. So he has the protection. But he also does not have Hugh Jackson. Thank you. So in the first six weeks under Hugh Jackson, his pass completion percentage was at 59. It was barely at 60, under 60. And then when Freddie Kitchens came around, who I mentioned this in Head Coaching Changes video that I did a while back, he, he has that Oklahoma-style offense that Baker Mayfield is so used to playing under. Mm-hmm. So then after those eight weeks when Freddie Kitchens took over, his past completion percent skyrocketed to over 70%. That's yeah. not just a few. That's insane. Mm-hmm. And he has the environment. He has the coaching. He has the weapons. He has the protection to make this happen. And... Not to mention, he also set a rookie record.
0: For I I don't have
1: the notes in front of me, so I don't remember exactly what it was.
0: I believe it's 27. Yeah,
1: Whatever. So he set this rookie record. And on top of that, too, a name you didn't mention is David Njoku. I love David Njoku as a tight end. The man is an athletic freak. He's like 6'4". He's got the arm span of a California condor. He's insanely good. And... They have Todd Monkin, who is their offensive coordinator, who used to be the offensive coordinator for Tampa Bay. And over the last two years in Tampa Bay, they were second and third in the league in pass attempts. And I don't know if you guys had any O.J. Howard shares or K.J. Great shares, but they yep. did pretty well for you in fantasy. And I really think that's going to help David and Joku, too. But having all words, of those yeah. options where he can go, there, the, the, the potential for Baker Mayfield is just through the roof and he has the talent to get it done we'll see what happens in his sophomore year but i, I do have baker mania i really do I really you know do. what's
0: so i love it you know, <laughs> i love you know it. It. So I great it about it. and
1: i'm not ashamed
0: yeah hey i'm with you and you know what's so great about these shows is that when we're doing yeah i like we dive into numbers all day long and we love looking at this stuff but you still even after doing all that there are things that you miss and the what that little nugget that you just gave about the O.J. Howard and that was so crucial. That is great. That is a great piece of information you. because you're so right. O.J. Uh, o. Howard was a really he was a rock star. He would if you did not get those top tight ends. O.J. Howard was was the next in that next year. And, and, so, and Cameron right.
1: Braid had shares in it, too. He definitely got he got fed also. Yes, so I I, I love fantasy football so much.
0: Yes, so that is – I like that. Um, One thing I do want to say as well uh, before we move on to quarterback number four. So um, Baker Mayfield might be a little bit more hyped in our head than it actually is, right? So I agree with all the touchdowns. He was great, Um, all that. But if you take a look at – and sorry for – give me a second. So from weeks 10 – to week sixteen, so week six, he and now they had a a, a bye in week eleven. So Atlanta, he finished as QB five against Cincinnati, QB five, Houston QB eighteen, Carolina QB twenty, Denver QB eighteen, and Cincinnati QB eight. So um, he he is a very good quarterback. He has that potential. He has that that ceiling, which you like. And his floor is is a little bit lower than some of these other guys, which Very is true. why I think his ranking right about five is is nice, and which is why I don't necessarily think I would pay up if he moves up in ADP because and of I,
1: that. I I totally understand that, and that was something I had to struggle with when I was looking at these numbers because I'm kind of like, Meh. but when you yeah. look at it, he had. Literally, he was running up against the brick wall that is Hugh Jackson and what he wanted to do. So how much were those numbers skewed? How much were they really not representative of what he can do as a quarterback and what his weapons can do? And now you add more weapons to him, and then you add a coaching staff that can help him. That's why I looked at those last eight weeks mostly – but you still have to bring in the first six weeks to right. get it. But yeah, yeah I, no. I think that his his floor was low because of the system that he was in.
0: Yeah. But his okay. upside
1: is huge. Yes,
0: I'm so excited. Yeah, I think so. And Big Travy just said floor will rise with the OBJ. I agree with that. Okay. Speaking of really high floor and really, really, really high ceiling, this guy probably had the biggest ceiling of any quarterback that I can remember in the last forever he is one of big travis favorite players all time until it was replaced by patrick mahomes and that is deshaun watson quarterback for the houston texans i do like deshaun watson i think he's very very fun to watch he gives you an ability that most quarterbacks don't, <laughs> and that is that he is uh, very good at running the ball although he doesn't always run the ball He has a very talented wide receiver, probably the most talented wide receiver in Nuke on the outside. You love that connection. I love the double dip uh, between him and Nuke. Uh, You will get Will Fuller back. Now, what I will say is Deshaun Watson is a completely different quarterback when he has Will Fuller on the field. Uh, You take a look at... Well, last year was really, really spotty because Will Fuller was in and out of the lineup. But you could definitely see him struggle when Will Fuller wasn't in the game, almost to a point that, as a fan, I had Nuke on my team. And I almost was like, oh, I almost would rather have Will Fuller because he gives him more attention when he's on the field, unfortunately. But drawing it back in here – with Deshaun Watson, when you look at his um, weekly consistent rankings, Deshaun Watson had two number one finishes and two number two finishes. His lowest finish was QB 22. So you're looking at a guy who his his floor is really high, and yet he has the ceiling to hang with the best of them and Pat yeah. Mahomes and and uh Aaron Rodgers and guys like that I like his offensive scheme that he's in but I do still have concerns about Deshaun Watson and that offensive line but I don't want to take up all the points I know you have some really really good ones so stepmom Lauren what are your concerns with Deshaun Watson
1: I honestly could not agree with you more. And I, in my opinion, I think that Deshaun Watson is actually one of the more riskier quarterbacks to take. Mm-hmm. Where is his ADP at right now? It's at 6.03. Yeah. And
0: from, it's around a lower than last year. You.
1: Yes. And for me personally, just me personally, that's still a little bit too high. However, let me just refer back to my notes here. He did rush 99 times still. So he does have a very good arm because he had the highest completion percentage for a second year quarterback in the NFL ever with 68.3%. Mm-hmm. So you you know he can throw the ball. He also rushed right. 99 times for over 550 yards and five rushing touchdowns. We all know that he has legs. That's one of his allure in fantasy right. football is his is his rushing ability. His sacks are an issue. So he was sacked yes, so yeah. 62 times. However, I do not put a majority I won't say majority I don't put a lot of those sacks on the offensive line I put it on him yeah. so if you kind of take away this weird year that I don't know, maybe not maybe it's not even weird let's just say learning curve so if you take this year for him as a learning curve where he's going to try to figure out okay how do I be smarter when I run the football to actually get my rushing numbers better, like a QB4 Carson Wentz of 2017 that we all love, like the 2017 Russell Wilson, he has that capability of doing so. It's all there. Mm -hmm. His accuracy is fantastic. He's got the weapons. It's awesome. And he does have Wolf Fuller back, which is yet another weapon, and that actually draws coverage away from Hopkins. So now he has even more to go with. The offensive line, I think, does need a little bit of work, but he needs to be smarter running the football. And I think going into next year, with another year of learning under his belt, I think he's going to be a little bit smarter at it as we move forward. That being said, personally, not one of my favorites. But I understand why he is at four, because the potential for him is, the upside is, is through the roof and the floor. It's, it's not bad. It's not bad, right. especially if you're two QB leagues or if you're right. in a league where yep. the quarterbacks are not the highest scorers. He is going to be solid for you. And he's right. going to be consistent. So that, yep. that's it's great.
0: Exactly. Okay, so we're going to – we'll go a little bit quicker on these Let's last three guys because it's like everyone knows them and everyone, everyone likes them and loves them. Um, so with this number three quarterback, some might argue should be number two. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers comes in at number three. You have the injury concerns. He's had a couple of them now, the collarbone a few years in a row. He had uh, the knee injury last year. Now, I know a lot of people say these are freak injuries, and yes, they are, but you're a quarterback, and you're susceptible to those hits. So You're getting um, hit
1: by a freight train.
0: Yeah. and are going get hurt. And guess what? Mac. You play him twice a year, and that doesn't change. So, no. <laughs> um, Yeah, so uh, –
1: love that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, for Aaron Rodgers, do you have any concern with his age, his new offensive coordinator, or that scheme?
1: No, I have none. Because okay. he's, he's finally going to have a head coach and offensive coordinator that get out of his way. And he is okay. going – because literally, Aaron Rodgers is going to be the next head coach of – yeah.
0: He's like the, the LeBron. Factors. He's like the LeBron of football.
1: Yeah, I mean, just get out of the man's way. He's right? genius. I mean, Brett Barb even went up to Lafleur and was like, "Tread carefully with Aaron Rodgers. Just be careful, bro." So I yeah. get it, and I think he's going to do really well. And actually, I think he's going to exceed his fantasy production that he's done in the past. I know a lot of people that have had him have not been too high on him, and he is—he's third on the fantasy footballers list. Um, yeah. I had him when I first looked at it. I kind of thought he was second. But the one that I am mostly excited about within these top three is, I mean, obviously Mahomes, but he's going to go at a ridiculous drop price. Which yeah. is, uh, right now, it's still at 211, which is stupid. But Andrew Luck is at 502. Yeah. And Andrew uh, Luck is back. And I am so excited about him. I cannot keep myself contained. This year, he played all 16 games and he had. Yep. He was had a career high pass completion percentage of sixty seven point three. He's the second highest touchdown scores at thirty nine since two thousand and fourteen when he had forty. So mm-hmm. not only is he back, but he's back with a vengeance, and yes. they have an amazing offensive line, and those weapons are unbelievable. And I cannot be more happier. Just when I see that man's face, like his scruffy caveman, like psycho <laughs> <Geico> commercial, <laughs> I'm just like I and love you. You make me is- so happy.
0: He is probably one of the best Twitter followers. Uh, oh, he's wonderful. He, has, he tweets out amazing things. It's
1: so great. Like you know, not much has changed for him with married life, except now his wife has better health insurance. I mean, come on, dude, you're awesome. Yeah. I love no, him. I, uh, I was yeah. really excited about that. But Aaron Rodgers and Andrew Luck, you can kind of flip flop back and forth. Where is Aaron Rodgers in his ADP? So Aaron Rodgers is at five hundred five, and Andrew Luck is at five hundred two. That's that's yeah. two elite quarterbacks that you can take in the fifth round as of right now so unless you're in a keeper league where you have someone like pat mahomes and you have really high scoring with your quarterback come on there, right. there's so much value that can be had here and i love Andrew. Yes.
0: yes i am i am a huge advocate for andrew luck i i really like him he's actually i'm not a huge uh person when it comes to drafting quarterbacks early. You're not a huge
1: person. You're, you're, you're very you're very yes. sleek and slender. Yes.
0: Thank you. I appreciate you're that. You're welcome. Um,
1: I'll have my all day.
0: <laughs> I, I will say that Andrew Luck actually kind of makes me think about it, think about being a, a guy that I, I would change my strategy to get. And I'll tell you why. I agree. Because I agree. Andrew Luck has never – finish outside of the top five at quarterback position when he is playing. If he gets injured, that's a different story. But when he is playing, he is on top of his game. And he's only going to continue to get better the further along out of that surgery he gets. And the other exciting thing is the draft. It happens next week, and they are in need of another wide receiver. Can you say, please, oh, please, DK Metcalf, go to the Colts? Now, if you get that marriage, you have the outside of DK Metcalf with the speedster of T.Y. Hilton, who, by the way, is an awesome wide receiver and underrated wide receiver, I think. Um,
1: oh, absolutely, look out. You I have agree.
0: Ebron, you've got, you got Jack, Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle, coming back. Marlon Mack, yeah. I, I love it. I love it. And Andrew Luck would be the one guy that I would change my draft style for because I think he's that good, and I think that he can repeat the success that he had last year and do it again this year.
1: I agree. I completely agree. Because he's going to be steamrolling into this year. And nothing makes me happier to see him stay healthy all last season. And not just stay healthy, crush it.
0: Go right, back exactly. to the QB1,
1: perfect Andrew Luck. He's just like, psh, entry. What injury? I didn't miss any time. I love him. And, yes, you're absolutely right. He is one person that I would literally do an entire draft strategy just to get him, and yep. then I would stack his wide receiver, and I would even take Eric Ebron or Jack Doyle as well as a tight end, and I would have no problem having Andrew Luck, Ty Hilton, one of his tight ends. Which one? I don't know yet, but I would have I, no problem.
0: With that. As of right now, I would say Jack Doyle is a sleeper tight end that people aren't talking about, um, but that's a that is value
1: a for sure. You know,
0: Yes, that's a different show. So um, I want to tie in Andrew Luck into our number one. So obviously our number one is Patrick Mahomes. We won't spend too much time on it because I think our hour is coming up here pretty quickly. But something I want to say, all right, and I want to ask you this question. And Whisper Nation, feel free to answer this comment in, or this question in the comments below. Or uh, we will be posting this on YouTube. So please put it in the YouTube. Thank you, Razzo um,
1: Smokey. I'm always right. I'm just kidding. But thank yes, you. Yes, yes.
0: Yes, exactly. I agree with that. Um, So here's my question to you. What is more likely? Patrick Mahomes. So everyone wants to talk about Patrick Mahomes. You brought it up earlier, 8.6% or every, uh, sorry. Touchdown rate, 8.6% touchdown rate. Thank you. So everyone's saying that's got to come down, okay? So the crazy thing is even if you took 80%, 80% 80% of what Patrick Mahomes did last year, he would still end up as the QB one and he would still outproduce the QB two by like 30 points. Okay. So we just got done talking about Andrew luck and Andrew, how Andrew luck's a beast. What do you think is more, more plausible? Andrew luck had uh, 39 touchdowns last year, I believe, or was it 40 39, 39. Touchdown, 39 touchdowns, 39 touchdowns. Do you think it's more plausible Andrew Luck gets to 39 or surpasses 39 touchdowns, or do you think that Patrick Mahomes has the ability to throw 45 or more touchdowns next year?
1: Can I say both? Because I think they're both plausible. That's cheating.
0: That's cheating. How is that
1: cheating? I don't have to commit. Yeah. I have trust issues. Just ask what's when we talked about trust issues on running back. Now, no, I think um, to, to be totally honest with your question, I think both are, both are possible. Yeah. To answer the question, in fairness of what you were asking me, I want to side with Andrew Luck actually surpassing yeah. what he did. Um, it's going to be incredibly difficult for Pat Mahomes to it, to repeat what he did which was 50 touchdowns. And then at 45 or plus, that'd be unbelievable. So whatever, he's amazing. Yeah. He's going to do well anyway. Yeah. But I yeah. think, um, with another year under, under his belt, but with being healthy and getting that chemistry going, like he did all last year, I think Andrew Luck has the potential to exceed what he did before.
0: I couldn't agree more. I think they're only going to get better on that offensive side of the ball. Agreed. So yeah. there is a, a really nice competition going on. You are, <laughs> you are the boss now, uh, step Lauren. So, I hope you're prepared for that. Oh, excellent! Thank you, guys. Lauren can do what she wants. That's right. Exactly. Yep. Uh, All right. So that wraps up today's show. So we got our top ten quarterbacks. I'm just going to list them off really quick before we sign off. So at number ten we got Drew Brees. At number nine we have Russell Wilson. At number eight Matt Ryan. Number seven Cam Newton. Number six Carson Wentz. Number five Baker Mayfield. Number four is Deshaun Watson. Number three is Aaron Rodgers. Number two is Andrew Luck. And number one is Patrick Mahomes. Again, these are early quarterback rankings. They could change, and they probably will change as we get closer and closer to the season. But I wanted to say a big thank you to you, Stepmom Lauren, for taking the time to thank jump on here and me. talk with thank us. Thank you for of having me. Thank you for having me. I love hanging out
1: with y'all.
0: Oh, you are so fun to hang out with. And Whisper Nation absolutely loves you. Thank you so much, Whisper Nation, for joining on and commenting. Thank you, Whisper Nation. And we try to get to as many comments as we possibly can, but sometimes we get a little wrapped up in excitement for certain players. And so we have 27 seconds left. All right, you can get Stepmom Lauren. You can get all of her content on. Just search Stepmom Lauren, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. She's awesome. She's also writing for the Fantasy Footballers. She will be writing for us as well. And I'm Johnny Game Time Hicks with the Fantasy Whispers. Until next time, take it peace.
1: Peace. Love you guys.